0: Welcome back to the Football Foundry. sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I'm your host, James, and I'm joined by Matt. Hello. 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 So we've had um, little bits of stuff breaking out in the news. Still nowhere nearer to finding out when the season is kicking back off again, or even if it will kick back Mm. off again, really. Um, The only thing that's come out is about Premier League clubs starting to take a 30% pay cut. Yep. Uh, Seen a number of teams or players even accept 30% pay cuts. Even Gareth Southgate has as well. Good man. Good man. But there are some players sort of kicking off about it, essentially. Um, One example being James McLean is against taking the pay cut because footballers have livelihoods too, and they worked hard for their money. Rooney's also said something similar about fellow teammates, not necessarily himself, but fellow teammates, It can understand why they wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. Where do you sort of stand on it?
1: Well, if you're a professional football player in the Premier League and you've got a bit of sense to you, you should have been able to save a bit of money up since while playing your career. Maybe not if you're just a young kid, potentially not, but... Any established Premier League footballer should be able to take a pay cut with yeah. for this without. They they've got the dollars. To be
0: able to, yeah, yeah, they've got the dollars stacking up. I understand, um, like essentially, where's the cut off point? Because Premier League clubs, yeah, they should be able to, unless you're like a like you say like a young player on a youth contract sort of thing as well. That's not going to be looked at. Yeah, but if you're a first team starter and you've got this. 350,000 pounds a week wage, 30%, you're not going to notice it, essentially, unless you've got some serious, serious outgoings. Which,
1: so I don't know, it's a drop of 105 grand a week, that, but it's still going to be 240 grand. Plenty. So. I mean,
0: if I had that coming in a month, I think I'd be all right. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'd take the 30%. And technically, they're, right not, they're,
1: they're not actually working either at the moment. It's not as if they're playing football, is exactly.
0: It? So... Exactly, we've all had to take twenty percent pay cuts. Yeah, so they could take thirty, and they get like five hundred times more than what we get a month. So, so yeah, yeah, enjoy. Um, but yeah, where, where's like the cut off point? Because James McClane's obviously at Stoke; they're struggling in Championship at minute. Um, I understand League One and Two yeah, not no, being no. able to do I'm, it. As I'm well.
1: thinking. I think it'd be quite harsh in League One and League Two to take pay cuts because they they are still on more money than a lot quite a, a lot of people are, but it isn't yeah. extortionate amount more. Like some of these some of these League One, League Two players were about fifty grand a year. Yeah. For fifty
0: yeah. to
1: hundred grand a year, which is still obviously a lot more than quite a few people, but yeah, it's
0: they they could still afford it. They
1: could still afford it, but that's not place. Like, I, I understand. Situation.
0: So, I understand James McLean's argument in that they do have livelihoods and they've worked hard for the money. That's great. But what about everyone else that works hard for the money and earns like yeah,
1: we do? We a work,
0: percentage yeah. of what they get? In
1: a normal job, people so. work hard. That's why they get paid. Like.
0: Exactly. So like you can say it in any sense. Yeah. But when you're earning a ridiculous amount of money, that's when you need to give it up <laughs> to us. Give it to us. I'm just going to wait a minute because Thea's proper kicking off.
1: I already know the list, The listeners are my player, by the way. Oh, good. By looking at it.
0: good. I ain't got a clue for yours. <laughs> right. I think we're all right. Um, so we'll move on into who am I for this week. And we're changing things up a bit because last week's were who, Matt? Who were the three players?
1: Um... That's a good question. Who were they? Uh, They were uh, Denny Praet, like Remy and Johan Kabay.
0: Indeed they were. And the answer was
1: Luka Melojovic.
0: It was indeed, but there's also been some other players that have played with them in, I think one was Benteke. And also Hazard has played with all three as well. Which is Upsetting on our part. Um, So the two people that absolutely ripped that apart were, of course, Dean Proud and Chris Hinton, who seem to be smashing it between them at the minute, which puts the listeners up to 10 points. Dean Proud storming away on five, and I've given Chris Hinton a point as well because they both got the correct answer. They just also gave us plenty of other answers. Um, So I've I've split the points. So Dean Proud's on five, Carl Nuttall three, Ash Barwick three. Chris Hinton has joined them on three. And then we've got Shabelson on one and Matt Anderson on one. Um, but this week, we're completely changing it up to make sure that there is one answer on one answer alone. We're doing things a little bit different this week. We're going to alternate between weeks. So this week, how we're doing it is the list of clubs that they've played for. So the player you are looking for has played for the following. Watford, Sunderland... Preston, Man United, and Arsenal. So they are the teams that the players played for. Not necessarily in order. They're mixed up to throw you off a bit. So good luck. Enjoy. Matt, who are my my teams? Sorry. Your
1: teams? Um, God, I've got a list here. Huddersfield, Millsburg, Coventry, Plymouth, Everton, Motherwell, Swindon, Burnley, Birmingham, Bolton. I might have said something a couple couple <laughs> twice there, I don't know. I've got a big mystery, <laughs> to keep track and, and then having to mix them
0: all oh, up, so wow. it's not easy. Oh my god. Um I have not got a clue with that. Jesus Christ. Um yours oh I may pronounce some of these wrong by the way. Um West Ham. Okay. Lorient. Uh, Swansea. Al R- ales have none. <laughs> right. Um, have I said Marseille? You have now. <laughs> and West... Uh, Fernabache, sorry.
1: Yeah, why not? I've <laughs> not got a clue what You'll sound confident if you said, you said all your teams there, but cool.
0: Um, West Ham, Swansea. Are there having none? Yeah. Lorien, Fernabache and Marseille. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Fair enough. You
1: seem a bit more like, confident <sighs> that time round, that's all. Yours has got a lot more. That's
0: hard.
1: Yeah.
0: Like hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I I don't even know who plays at where. Everton is the only team that's popping out at me. I couldn't tell you no Birmingham players apart from Jude Bellingham. It's not
1: Jude Bellingham.
0: It can't be, it's like twelve. <laughs> um, but yeah, so get in touch if you think you know the answer We'll run through them again at the end of the show to give you another refresh But this week, what we are going to do is Last week we brought you the worst, uh, not the worst The best Premier League eleven of all time This week, what we're going to do is the worst team of this season so okay. far we were gonna do it of the entirety of the Premier League, but there's that many god awful players that are so unknown, we'd be like like Ali Deer, Southampton guy that George Wayne claimed Wooden. that he was Yeah, yeah. Like there's so so many um awkward ones that not many people know. So we thought we'll do it from this season and then it's more relevant for people. So let's kick things off with uh, goalkeepers okay. so the three keepers that we've selected that we feel deserve a place in the worst team of the season are Kepa, Adrian and Pickford all essentially for different reasons Um, so Pickford's come under like a lot of fire this season hasn't he yeah like, he's he's sort of been battered by everyone and everything. His position for England's been questioned. He's, he's made a couple of errors for uh, Everton. Yeah. Adrian, it's different circumstances because he's sort of been called upon whilst Alisson's been injured. And he's made a few um few mess-ups whilst beating goal. Yeah, yeah. And arguably, you'd say if Alisson was there, the goals wouldn't have gone in that he's conceded. True. And then Kepa's sort of fell out of favour with Lamps a few times. Um, so, I don't know. It's it's a bit of a tough one, but we'll go through the stats that we've got. So, starting things off with Kepa. he's Made 25 league appearances, kept six clean sheets, 42 saves, but 32 goals conceded. That's a lot of goals flying past him for 25 games.
1: Yeah, that isn't great. Isn't that? And
0: when you think as well that... Six of those games, six of those 25 games were clean sheets. So in 19 games, he's let in 32 goals. Which is crazy. Yeah,
1: that's not a good record.
0: record. Uh, Adrian, 11 appearances, two clean sheets, 18 saves, 10 goals conceded and two errors leading to goals.
1: That's a goal in every one in three shots he receives pretty much there.
0: Yeah which, again, ain't great for uh, for the old stat book. And Pickford has had 29 appearances, so the most out of anyone. Uh, six clean sheets, 75 saves, so it's clear to see he's under fire a yeah. lot more, 46 goals conceded and three errors leading to goals. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bit hard to judge, really, because you've got Adrian, who's got arguably the best defence in the league in front of him. Yep. You've got Kepper, who's had a leaky defence in front of him, and then you've got Pickford, who's had an abysmal defence in front of him, and he's had to do a lot himself. So it's it's, it's hard, hard to judge because uh, yeah, the
1: more shots you see, the more likely you are to to get to, to cause an error as such, yeah. have a mistake or something.
0: I don't know. That... I I think I think regardless of the goals conceded that Pickford has had, passed him, yeah. He's played more games for stars. Um, kept the same amount of clean sheets as Kepper. But for Everton's sort of standard, that's not that horrific. No, and he's
1: had to make an awful the saves. The errors leading to goal
0: being three. Yeah. He's pulled off more saves, more appearances. But for Kepa, I think having been in a Chelsea side that should be in that Champions League spot, fair enough, it's a bit of a different season for him. Yeah. But they've only lost one. Player, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: it's not like they've lost their entire squad and they're no longer capable to play football. They've lost Hazard,
1: exactly.
0: Like it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's. I think Kepper deserves to be in it. To be fair,
1: no.
0: I don't know if you've got an argument for Adrian to be Kepa in it over Kepper, but know. no, because
1: Adrian's obviously been a bit part of play. He's not had a full season. He's coming in not. I think it would be quite harsh to have Adrian as the keeper out of those three because he's not played that much, personally.
0: Yeah. So we're going with Kepa then as this keeper.
1: I would go with Kepa out of those three. Righto.
0: So, good stuff. That was quite straightforward. Defenders. Now, we've got a lot of defenders here, so bear with me. I'll quickly run through who they all are. So there's Otamendi, David Luiz, Issa Diop, Serge Auria, Danny Rose... Mariapa, Bellerin, Mustafi, and Bjorn Engels of Aston Villa, of course. Um, so we'll start things off with Otamendi, because as soon as I thought of defenders, he was the first one that came to yeah. mind, shortly followed by David Luiz straight after. So Otamendi's made 19 appearances, kept two clean sheets in those 19, which is abysmal when you think Man City, champions, etc. Yeah. Um, goals conceded 19, so an average of a goal a game. He's made twenty-four tackles and won twelve of them, eighteen interceptions, one error leading to goals, giving away zero penalties and at three yellow cards.
1: Well, like you said, it's coming off a team that were the former champions or technically still are the current champions of the Premier League and he's had nineteen s games, he's only been able to keep two clean sheets and it's at least goal a game. He only ever to half his tackles. Yeah,
0: it's not great. Like it's it's not great for a champions, well, a defending champions team. Uh, David Louise, twenty five league appearances, mm-hmm. so more than Otamendi already. Six clean sheets, thirty eight goals conceded, twenty four tackles with 14 won, 26 interceptions, one error leading to goal, giving away three penalties. Had four yellow cards and one red card.
1: <laughs> it's the he's given away three penalties. He's, all, he's already a big, massive it, of, for me. Uh, he's all,
0: he's already the captain of this side so far.
1: Easily, easily. Um, four yellow cards, one red card. It's obviously just not that reliable, but we knew that anyways. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. And a, in twenty-five games as well. Yeah, it's to have thirty goals fly past you. Well, essentially, it's the same as um, Keppers stat of 25 games and keeping six clean sheets. Oh. So, in 19 games, you've had 30 goals fly past you, and it's, uh, which is just it's unbelievable. It's not as if
1: he's playing for a Watford side with that sort of stats. It wouldn't be that bad exactly. if it was like a Watford yeah. or something, but that's for Arsenal. That's it's that's appalling, really.
0: It really is dreadful. Uh, Isa Diop has played 23 games, kept three clean sheets, Forty-two goals conceded, made twenty-four tackles and won thirteen of them. Thirty-nine interceptions, one error leading to goal, two penalties given away, and had eight yellow cards.
1: Obviously, he's going to give more goals away. He's playing for West Ham, not an arsenal. Club, they've struggled
0: so. a lot this season as yeah. well. He went
1: half the... of his well. It's, he went half of his tackles. His interceptions are quite decent. Two come see eight yellow cards is a lot as well. Yeah,
0: it is a lot. What I was going to point out is the main reason I put him in this list is because um, he was obviously rumored to be worth about sixty million pounds thereabouts from West Ham mm-hmm. when Man United wanted him. Wouldn't touch sixty million pounds now. Oh. Like based on them stats and how West Ham have been this season, exactly. wouldn't not pay that. No, no chance. chance. No chance. We'll be lucky to get thirty with them stats um Serge Aurier 24 appearances three clean sheets 26 goals conceded probably the highest tackle rate in 74 tackles made and 58 that's won that's not bad that's not bad at all considering he gets criticized for being an awful defender they're not bad 37 interceptions no errors leading to goals but he's had one own goal given away two penalties had one yellow card and one red card.
1: He's probably the best of a bad bunch so far.
0: So far, on, yeah, I'd say defensive-wise, yeah. they're, they're decent, them. Like, comparing him to another full because obviously we've had centre-backs so far yeah. in Danny Rose, 17 league appearances, two clean sheets, 19 goals conceded, tackle-wise, 25 tackles and only 13 won. 12 interceptions, two errors leading to goals, no penalties given away, but six yellow cards.
1: Six yellow cards is a lot out of seventeen games.
0: Yeah, a lot. It's one, it's it's, and less, two, uh,
1: it's less than one every three games it gets booked.
0: Yeah. But just just comparing them twelve interceptions to Aurea's 37, fair enough, Aurea's played what, seven games more? Yeah. But he's had a hell of a lot more interceptions and a hell of a lot more tackles.
1: Yeah, Sergio Rui definitely wins the one-on-one versus Danny Rose here, like way better, yeah. way better.
0: Yeah. And then we've got Mariapa, 15 league appearances, three clean sheets, 25 goals conceded, 15 tackles with 12 won, so a decent um, yeah. like percentage on winning tackles, 11 interceptions, no errors leading to goals, no penalties, had two yellows and one red card.
1: That isn't actually that bad, to be fair
0: not horrific yeah,
1: especially for Watford
0: yeah who have been struggling like mad interestingly there's no Southampton defenders in this mm. considering they had that 9-0 thumping from Leicester but they've not been horrific it was that one game
1: yeah, I was, well they weren't in the greatest form at that point but that, that 9-0 okay. was a complete freak result so
0: yeah yeah Um, two players that haven't had too much involvement this season for different reasons one being Hector Bellerin made eight appearances kept two clean sheets ten goals conceded eleven tackles with nine-one again a decent rate ten interceptions no errors no penalties and two bookings Mm. yellow cards not bad not horrific Mm. I'd, I'd give him that and then Mustafi is the other one eight league appearances two clean sheets nine goals conceded Eight tackles with 5 one, thirteen 13 inceptions, no errors, no penalties and no bookings.
1: It's not that bad either, to be honest.
0: Looking at the stats, it's not. But when you watch Mustafi play, it's different.
1: Ooh. Well, this sort of thing doesn't take into account his positioning, letting... Yeah, and all those his sense. so his errors are probably higher just because of position. It's not as if he's passed the ball to the wrong person, but he's been out of position, yeah. which is like still an error, but it hasn't been classed in this as an error.
0: Just, just as a, as a, um, whatever the word is, we've got these stats from the official Premier League website. Um, so if anyone wants to double check them, go ahead, but they are on there, and it is it does depend on how the class in the errors? Yeah. Does it class it as you've given the ball away, or you're in the wrong position? I think it'll be It'd be interesting to know be that. I giving
1: the ball away personally, but
0: yeah, yeah. So would you would you feel personally there'll be more errors on that? I, th- than... I think there
1: would have been. I can't. I'm amazed that Mustafi's made zero errors this season. Like, yeah, was...
0: I, I was sort of thinking that as I'm putting them on. Surely he's made more than that. Like, he's he's. Clearly been at fault for a couple of goals this season. I remember talking about them quite vividly. So, uh, Borgian Engels, anyway. uh, 17 league appearances, two clean sheets, 32 goals conceded, 11 tackles is 6-1, 28 interceptions, one error leading to goal, two penalties given away and one yellow card.
1: Just turn it back and put tackles in or something, like, Engels, he's played 17 no idea. Weird, days, games for Villa, who were second bottom in the league or wherever. And he's only committed 11 tackles.
0: Weird. It's weird. And yet you've got Serge Aurea playing for Spurs. Then again, I suppose, further up the field, and that's sort of middle at parts yeah, where it's it...
1: intercepting the ball in the, on the halfway line and closing down yeah. the defenders and stuff like that. So you are getting more of the ball as a full-back than you are centre-back. You are probably more inclined to need to tackle.
0: But, I suppose you centre-backs are more there to block and to, to push people out wide, right. and then you wing-backs deal with it, aren't they? With it? headers
1: and all that jazz. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So who are we feeling then? Who do you think? I think David Luiz has to be in this.
1: Yeah, definitely Luiz. definitely probably Danny Rose. Look at this. Uh, Danny
0: Rose, yeah. So Luiz, Rose, Otto Mendy.
1: Yeah, I'd have a Mendy in there.
0: What about a right back? We might have to make a ra- a, a makeshift yeah, right back.
1: We've got to fill people in here
0: going through the stats of Aurea There, like I didn't even put his assists on or his goals either. And I, I'm sure he's had a couple of goals, and I'm, I'm yeah. pretty certain he's had a few he assists a as well to assist. help. I
1: think it'd be very unhar, very harsh from Serge Aurea to be the right back in this team. Yeah,
0: that tackle rate for me is is what pulls him out of this completely. Like he's given away a few penalties though. That's the only thing.
1: I don't know who our right-back would be. Well just, well, just another defender to be true for this list.
0: Mm. What about Mustafi?
1: That's the only person I can think of.
0: Just based on, not the stats necessarily, but based on like what we were saying before, it depends what they take yeah. errors into account for. Yeah. Because his position has been god-awful this season. Absolutely. And them tackles, eight tackles in eight games, games—is making a tackle a game. Right, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think we just put Mustafi in as a makeshift right back. Yeah, bang him in. Yeah, why not? So, midfielders, we've got, of course, Granite Xhaka. and, of course, Jesse Lingard. They're the first two players that immediately come to mind. Yeah. And then we've got Eric Dyer. And we've also got, get ready, Man United fans, we've got Bruno. No, kidding. Got Paul Pogba in this, Danny Drinkwater, Keita. Pedro and Alexey Iwobi. there's prob just to put it out there as well there's probably more players oh, than this
1: they were just a handful we picked
0: <laughs> yeah they're just a, just a selection that we thought these will be controversial to put in as well so let's start things off with Shaka yep. 22 yeah. appearances <laughs> <laughs> zero goals one assist nine shots 38 tackles and 21 Here's a point as well. Your older midfielder might make a fair few tackles yeah. in front of your centre-hours, won't well, they? Um, 1,486 passes in 22 good. games. That's good. That's quite mental.
1: Yeah, well, he's... Well, the way he plays, he tends to take the ball off the... Well, he's centre-midfield. after like the play-out, so they take the pass from yeah. the back to Shaku. Then, then tries to dictate things from the centre-mid. So you will get the ball quite often. Obviously there'd be a lot of quick one two passes in that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um pass accuracy 88.09%, which isn't too shabby. Isn't bad at all, and seven yellow cards.
1: Let's see how many passes he's missed then. How oh, would that percentage? I just want to work that out quickly.
0: Well, I imagine it'd be about three, four no, maybe not that much. Take away. About two fifty? Something like that. About 176 passes, I reckon. 176? Yeah, around that's that. Not, that's not too bad, no. to be fair. Well, I mean, well, it as, sort of comes number, in line with... The, as a number,
1: it sounds quite a lot that he's misplaced 176 passes in one season. but
0: Yeah, in 22 games as well. But like you say, it's the fact that he's that midfield sort of anchor, in a sense, and he's, um in a way, dictating the play because he's moving it out from back, etc. Uh, but Jesse Lingard... Now, these are interesting ones. So, 28 league appearances. And he's a sort of attacking midfielder as well, slash winger. Zero goals. Zero assists. 20 shots. 14 tackles attempted with 7-1. 375 passes. An accuracy of 87.2. And three yellow cards.
1: He's an attacking midfielder, and he's made zero contribution to a single goal this season. That's... Yep. Say no
0: more. Awful. And he's played the majority of games. Fair enough, a few of them might be sub-appearances, etc. They should be. But he's played in the majority. He's got to have some form of input. Yeah. For me, he's immediately in this team.
1: Yeah,
0: agreed. Right, no no questions asked. Uh, Eric Dyer, 14 league appearances, zero goals, two assists, four shots, 19 tackles with 11-1. Bearing in mind, he has played a couple of games at centre-back as well. 561 passes, accuracy of 77.72, and four bookings,
1: yellow cards. He's got the lowest pass accuracy of anyone we've put forward for a midfielder.
0: And played the least games as well. Yeah. So I think that's quite bad. Yeah. And then we've got Paul Pogba, which is quite controversial, but there's reasonings because he's only made seven league appearances, scored zero goals, 2 assists, 14 shots, 11 tackles with 6-1, 465 passes, 82.8 pass accuracy and 0 bookings.
1: It's quite hard because obviously he's not played that many games as well due to him being so-called injured. But
0: um, Yeah, like, is he going to be fit when all this coronavirus is over? Well, if he's
1: not, he <laughs> needs to retire because there's no way he should be injured <laughs> right now, is there? And if he's still injured... Should be back playing
0: at the crazy all this. Be crazy. Um Danny Drinkwater, five appearances, no goals or assists, two shots, seven tackles, 192 passes, 79.17 pass accuracy, yeah. and one booking. Considering what player he was, that is nowhere near what he should be in. No,
1: obviously because he was part of Leicester's title winning side and he's just gone to Chelsea and just vanished, really. Like, obviously, a couple of yeah. lone appearances this season for Burnley and Villa.
0: Villa is out now, he? isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Like, you thought, because obviously they had the injury to um, John McGinn, yeah, Villa. bringing someone like Drinkwater in, is like, not like for like, but it's kind of, um, it boosts your squad a bit because you think, right, he's a Premier League winner, he's got experience, he's played amongst big players, he'll help us yeah. out, and he's done nothing. Pretty much. It's a note to note that side, it just shows it we're all cante. Okay. um Nabikita has made nine league appearances, got one goal, one assist out of seven shots, sixteen tackles with nine won, 314 passes eighty eight point eight five pass accuracy, and one booking
1: uh, He's here because he came in for a big fee. It's, fair he's not enough. He's played up. nine games, well, only nine games. He's contributed quite little this season, like one goal, yep. one assist. Isn't considered how many goals this Liverpool team score.
0: Yeah, like you'd think he'd have a bit more involvement. Like I think Adam Lalana's had more involvement and Oxlade Chamberlain, yeah, in terms of goals and assists. And I think I probably go as far as to say they played less games, yeah. especially Lalana. But I think Lalana's decent when he comes on. It's a different option. I feel like when Keita comes on, it's more... I don't know, because you won't really class him as that anchor in it's midfield, no, would you?
1: I'd say is box-to-box.
0: Yeah. But that's nice. So, you're right. He should have definitely have more involvement. Only one goal and assist. Fair enough, not necessarily goals from him, but assists you'd expect. When you've got them runners on each wing. Absolutely. mad. Uh, and then we've got Pedro. Nine appearances, one goal, one assist in 21 shots. Uh, 15 tackles, 310 passes, 83.23 pass accuracy, and one booking. And he's also kicking off because he didn't want to stay at Chelsea. He's gone. He wants to terminate his contract. yet. He's done.
1: Pedro's gone.
0: So he ain't coming back. So I feel like that's a bit of disrespect because they've been quite fair to Pedro, really. He's, he's sort of. He was past his prime at Barcelona, and Chelsea took him on. And. Kept him going, really.
1: He's, a, he's, uh, he's been a good servant for Chelsea. To be fair to the guy, it's just this season hasn't been a great season for Chelsea. Obviously, they've had the highs for all the kids coming through, and they're doing they are doing yeah. quite well in the league. But Pedro hasn't been a massive part of it this season, and
0: no, like you'd expect for Pedro and Willian to really step up. Willian's I mean, not been I too think William shabby. Has but stepped
1: up. To be fair to him, yeah. But Pedro yeah. definitely's not been in the same bracket as Willian.
0: Not not anywhere near. Uh, and then finally for midfielders, Alex Iwobi just signed for Everton. Eighteen appearances, one goal, no assists, twenty-one shots, twenty tackles, four hundred and thirteen passes, eighty point three nine pass accuracy, and zero bookings.
1: Just a bit of a you expect more from yeah, him. It's Just really mess season for him because he, he, he's capable of chipping with a goal or two. One goal in eighteen games, no assists. He's got a pass accuracy of eighty. So. it's... One out one, out of, one out of every five passes, he passes it, well, to the other
0: yeah.
1: team. <laughs> Pretty it's, but overall, it's a Ingrid, weird one.
0: Ain't great story, I should say. Yeah. I feel like Sigurdsson as well has been a bit like that this season.
1: Yeah, I know they put Guilfi on this list, to be truthful.
0: Yeah. Like you you did majority of midfielders, to be fair, didn't you? You yeah. put most of them out. Um but Guilfrey Gil- has had a, a bit of a, a wayward season. But saying that, I suppose Everton have had a bit of a wayward season as well. Like, it's not... Well, then again, I suppose you could class it down to individual errors. like Performances that they've been putting in. Because yeah. has been nowhere near what he should be. Nope. They've got... Um, what's his name from? Juventus. Moise Keen. Uh-huh. Oh, do you know what? He's a good shout for strikers that we haven't even put I in. Know. But we'll we'll come on to that in a minute. Um need to pick as midfielders. I think Lingard is a cert. Uh
1: Lingard definitely. I'd have Eric Dyer in there. I think he's like a very poor yep.
0: season. Um So Dyer can be like the holder. Lingard out wide. Um I think, to be fair, Granite Jacket, but his pass accuracy is actually really good
1: from the outpasses passes he's done, so I think I feel quite hard putting but him in.
0: <laughs> what, what, about, what about this then? What about taking this into consideration? So, what if the majority of them passes are sideways or backwards?
1: So, it's negative passes. Yeah. Mm, good shout.
0: Because of him being in that anchor role and they are playing it out from the back, yeah. is he necessarily the one that pings it forwards? True. Because he could play a full-back in, who the fullback then pings it forwards. Yeah. So. Awobi's in. I, I think, Wobie, by the way, I think based Awobi's in. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I think his midfield is then Lingard, Dyer, Shaka, and Awobi. Yeah.
1: Go for
0: it. Yeah. Right. There's some big players in this, by the way. Like we've not gone lightly on on names at all. Nope. Like. I, I think uh, Shaka as well to also boost his his reasons for being in it the whole captain attitude thing yeah um,
1: well that's been part it, of the problem this season like obviously he's passive like I said keep going back to pass past accuracy he's actually really good <laughs> there's a reason why a lot of people are criticising him it's not just because it's,
0: it's yeah like these, these stats we've got in front of us are just uh, generic stats yeah. like there's actually visual things that you see within games like his work rate might be awful like like it's it's all different things like Mustafi all over again with his positioning like it's just contributing to the team isn't it yeah. like Jesse Lingard for example 20 appearances and 20 shots of all them flowed over because He's not got a single goal yeah. like wasting possession wasting it uh but strikers i'm going to let matt quickly get stats for moise keen yeah, I whilst i run through who the strikers are so we've got Joe Linton. David McGoldrick, which pains me to put him in, but he's there. We've got Callum Wilson, Wesley of Aston Villa, Benteke, because you cannot do one of these without Christian Benteke in there, and Moise Keane, who we've just discovered we're putting in right this second. Um, So I'll quickly run through Joel Linton's stats. So (laughs) he's had 29 league appearances, scored one goal, had 42 shots, with 12 of those on target, 12 assists. Is that right? 12 league assists? For who, sorry? For Joel Linton. I'll double-check
1: that. that's thought, what, That seems crazy. I him think he's got 22 goals this season, the club, let alone him assisting 22. So <laughs> let me double, no, 12. Well, 12, 12 sorry. Let me double-check that when I get <laughs> done
0: with my scheme big chances missed being 7 that's that's crazy for Joel Linton I'll quickly run through McGoldrick I'll come back to Joel Linton when that's sorted uh, David McGoldrick has god this hurts so much 21 league appearances 0 goals 0 assists 36 shots with 17 of those on target and big chances missed is 15 Oh my god, that absolutely kills me. Absolutely kills me. Played for
1: Rugby
0: team, wasn't he? Yeah, behave. <laughs> right, so are we looking for Moyes Keene? Yeah, I am done with him. He's double checked. Nice. Who am I double
1: checking? Joe
0: Linton? Uh, Joe Linton's assist. He's got two. I've down here. That's, 12. That's a typo. You, oh, right. A typo. Right, okay. Gonna say, because 12 seemed a bit high. Um. So, yeah, Joe Linton, what, what are we saying?
1: Um, let's have a look at his stats. Obviously I've just been too busy with my scheme. Let's have a look at this. 29 appearances. He's probably he played has he played the most games out of all these strikers? I'd say so, yeah. Yeah
0: Oh Callum Wilson's thereabouts, but Callum Wilson's actually scored eight goals this season. Your Linton's got one. Yeah. Your Linton's in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he's a cert. <laughs> what about my goal <laughs> I, I think I
1: think he's his partner in crime. <laughs> Do you know
0: what though? What's what's really annoying about McGoldrick is um, the effort that is in that man's locker is ridiculous.
1: You could get somebody who like, play Sunday league football to run out of pitch crazy and run about here, back and everywhere. It's putting a lot of effort. It doesn't know, mean you a good footballer, does it? I
0: know, but ah, oh, like if if you're looking at. At Joel Linton, I'm not trying to defend him by the way I do think he deserves a place in this squad but if you're looking at Joel Linton for example compared to McGoldrick McGoldrick is on the end of that ball fair enough he's not been able to put it in the net but he's there there was criticism lots long back about Joel Linton not even being in the box when people were running up yeah, I get that. so his effort is clearly not there So that's my argument for McGoldrick but we'll come you're, back to him in a second Linton sec.
1: is half effort in it he still managed to score a goal. David McGoldrick, <laughs> is a striker, Shut up. out and out striker. Shut up. Who's had? Were, do you know what? I watched shots the highlights. This and not netting
0: once. <laughs> I watched the highlights of um, Sheffield United against Man United when we drew three all. And um, oh,
1: did McGoldrick score
0: in that game? Zero. He didn't. Well, clearly not. But he had. So David De Gea pulled off a double save, which was like incredible. So he went bottom left, and then it came back up to McGoldrick, who went to head it in. But Goldrick heads it in the other corner of the net. The right thing to do, De Gea somehow springs up and palms it out. You're just like, oh my God, this guy is never going to score a Premier League goal. Oh, I feel sorry for him, bless him. I do feel sorry for him. Uh, But Callum Wilson, 28 league appearances, 8 goals, 43 shots, 18 on target, 0 assists and missed 9 big chances. Callum Wilson is probably one of the more controversial ones that we've put in here. But it's more so based on the fact of previous seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's their goal-getter, and he's not been... He got eight, but you want a lot more from that. Like, he's been linked with Chelsea, etc. in recent years. Like, you want more from him from 28 league games. No,
1: absolutely, like... He's an England player, he's got England caps, He scored for England, we want better from him, I think it's just the fact that we expect more from him, I think that's Mm. it with this guy, because 8 goals in 28 games isn't horrific, it's better than David McGold's It's not not horrific,
0: but as your main goal scorer, you'd expect more, and he has proven it time and time again that he can do it, so he's having a bit of an off-season. I think he's having
1: an off-season. Yeah.
0: Uh, Wesley, of course, of Aston Villa, 21 league appearances, five goals scored, 35 shots of 18 on target, one league assist and five big chances missed. Again, it's sort of the hype that was put around him when he came in.
1: Yeah, well, obviously they paid record fee for him, got him from Belgium
0: and he's not really repaid his value no, like Grealish has done a lot more yeah. and he was already there. So, um, Christian Benteke, mm-hmm. of course. 20 league appearances, that one solid goal, which I remember vividly. Malling McGoldrick. Mm, 29 <laughs> shots with 14 on target, one assist and only three big chances missed. I think it's just the fact that he's gone a bit shy now in front of goal. Yeah, I, I don't think i I think he he
1: won't be willing to take shots on. He'd be always looking for a pass rather than a shot nowadays. So. Yeah.
0: Can you remember when he used to be an absolute animal for Villa? Yep, I do. Just an absolute animal. Couldn't stop him at all, and now he's just he's a little shy sheep. Shy sheep. Shy sheep. Nice. And then the recent addition, Moise Keen, twenty-two league appearances, one goal, twenty-four shots with nine on target, two assists. Four big chances missed. I think Moise Keane is a shout, you know.
1: A lot of these uh, appearances have been sub, though. I think, it might, and he's still they? young. I think there's definitely better candidates for this team than Moise Keane But I think he should be in the discussion. But I don't think he's in this team.
0: Right. Point. So, as much as it pains me to do it, it's McGoldrick in it. Yeah. McGoldrick and your Linton. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, let's quickly run through the full team. So, goalkeeper, we have got Kepper in nets. Um, do me a favour, Matt. As I'm going through these, I want you to tally up the goals that they've scored for me. Uh, so, Kepper in nets. Otamendi. <laughs> Otamendi and Louise as centre-backs. We've got Danny Rose at left-back, and then we've got a makeshift right-back in Mustafi. Um, midfield, we've got Granit, Shaka and Eric Dyer in like that holding role. And Lingard and Iwobi on either wing. And then strikers, we've got Joe Linton and David McGoldrick. Yep. How many goals all in all is that, match? 14. Wow. 14, mate. That is dreadful. 14 goals in God knows how many appearances between all of them. Yep, not really <laughs> the contribution is just not there really, is it? <laughs> no, it so that is our worst Premier League team of the season based on stats and a couple of other things thrown in. We did have a few people suggest a bunch of players to us as well. So thank you. If you did suggest some, obviously you might work out that a few of them are in this list. Um. Fred was put out there I just want I just want to say this I feel like Fred's one of the more improved players at Man United.
1: Yeah, I think Fred was a harsh call for this because he's been definitely been one of United's more improved players and he has actually contributed to them and they and since Bruno's been there as well he's looked a different player. He looked, Fred looked I think
0: I think since Bruno's been there it's freed Fred up a bit because yeah. I feel like he was trying to do too much in that midfield especially whilst Pogba's not been in it. He's been he's been trying to dictate and it's not worked for him. I feel like having Bruno to dictate and Fred to sort of clean up works better. Yeah,
1: no, um I think Fred's been alright this season. Well, it just finished the season yeah. well anyways,
0: so yeah. Yeah. We'll see when it when the season actually does finish, if it does finish. Um so let's go back to who am I? So the listeners question is Uh, well, the teams that the the player has played for are Sunderland, Watford, Preston, Arsenal and Manchester United. Matt, I'm not going to bother reading yours out again because I feel like you've already got it.
1: Yours, yeah. Uh, Andre,
0: are you? God damn it. I've got no clue at all who mine could be. Just quickly read them out again. See if anyone else can get it.
1: Um... Swindon, Everton, Plymouth, Huddersfield, Motherwell, Coventry, Millsborough, Bolton, Burnley, Birmingham.
0: Oh, my God. I have literally got no idea. That is an insane amount of clubs. Do you want a clue? I don't know if I want to give it up yet. (laughs) (laughs) The only player I can think that plays for Birmingham is uh, Gardner. But, yeah, it gives a clue. He's a striker. striker? At Birmingham?
1: Yeah. Ugh. He's played in the Premiership quite a few times. Never scored in the Premiership, I believe. Got be... Never
0: scored? Well. But they played for Everton, Huddersfield. I'm guessing that weren't in Prem then.
1: Uh I can't remember, but I don't think it was. No, I think it was before that. Burnley was Borough. in the premiership, definitely. Everton was in Burnley the premiership. Burnley was in the premiership. Yeah, was in the premiership.
0: Oh my god. Have you got any more clues to throw on my way?
1: He's got a foreign sounding name, but he's Irish.
0: Ooh, that doesn't help at all.
1: Well, technically he's still he's half Irish, half huddle-ish, I believe, top of my head.
0: <laughs> I've not got a clue. <laughs> any any other clues?
1: Um, he's a target man sort of striker. Biggest unit.
0: I'm guessing he's quite old because he's got a lot of teams under his yeah, we
1: belt. Yeah, we've got 30 now, I reckon.
0: I've not got a clue, mate. Just give it me. Lucas. Put me out of misery. Lukovic. Oh, my God. Is he Irish? He's half
1: Irish. Half Irish, half Polish.
0: Does he actually play for Ireland, though? I don't
1: know if he had a cap. I'll double-check that. I don't know if he has had a cap.
0: That's mad. I never knew he was Irish.
1: Yeah,
0: i sure he is. I never even knew he played for Birmingham, to be honest with you. Has he been there a while? A uh, season, or at least a season. I don't really, don't really follow Birmingham, so I've not got a clue. Um, yeah. Oh, he's was actually born in England. Born in England, but he's Irish and Polish. Well, I know. He's,
1: he's got an Ireland cap for me and football manager. So he's definitely got some Irish blood in him somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah he's also, oh, played, so that... he's also played for public of Ireland for his Irish grandmother and his Irish oh. for Polish grandfather <laughs> I, knew, I knew Polish and Irish in him I knew that
0: but he's also born in England so he could play for England
1: yeah,
0: he could <laughs> wow so that puts you up onto 10 joint with the listeners but of course they've got their question to answer if they get it right puts them on 11 I am falling massively behind here because I'm only on 7 so it's going well for me yes, so far indeed um but that is everything we've got as worst team of the season um yeah we'll we'll come up with another idea and throw it at you on the socials so if you do want to get involved send us your input you can do so by finding us on facebook or twitter
1: oh at thought foundry might
0: out. <laughs> oh you said it like it's a new thing i started doing for Isn't you, you? Um, we've also got a website which is
1: www.thefootballfoundry.com
0: and of course do check out our partners, the beautiful game network, you find them on Twitter by searching for and finally a huge thank you to our sponsors Roughneck Scarves they are the official scarf provider for the MLS, USL and US soccer, you can get yourself a custom made scarf for your team at roughneckscarves.com perfect so we are gonna love you and leave you so Matthew say goodbye. goodbye thank you very much for listening I'll be back again next week with more fun ideas